for tuning in to another episode of the St. Emanuel podcast. We are back with another installation of the Unshakable series. So we are getting ready to hear from our very own Pastor George Garnett III with a message entitled, Take a Stand. We want to continue our sermon series entitled, Unshakable. Amen. Unshakable. Uh, We're just going through the book of Daniel. Lord laid on my heart to begin a preaching series on the book of Daniel. We looked at Daniel chapter 1, verse 1 through 7. So this morning I want to invite your attention, beginning there at the 8th verse of that self-same chapter, Daniel chapter 1, beginning our reading at verse 8. seat in the presence of our God. 
take a stand. Brothers and sisters, the story was told of a father who had his own high standards of what he wanted his children to be able to watch and to consume. One day a popular movie was out and they wanted to see this movie. So they went to their father to inquire as to whether or not they could go. They said, Father, I, I know that it has uh, a few scenes with a few cuss words, a few scenes that fall below your high standards that you set for us. But Father, overall, it's a good movie. Father, we want to see this movie. The father said to them, I'll get back with you on tomorrow. The next evening, the father calls these three teenagers into the kitchen. And before them on the table was a freshly baked batch of brownies. He says to these three teenagers, listen, I, I baked these brownies for you. Mm -hmm. I know y'all are anxious to hear what my answer is as to whether or not you can go to the movie. And so here's my answer. If you guys would just eat these brownies, just, just, just one of the brownies, mm -hmm. then I'll agree that y'all can go and see this movie. Mm -hmm. But before you eat this brownie, I, I need to tell you something about about these brownies. Uh, see, these brownies here are made with the finest of chocolates. Well. Matter of fact, this was an award-winning recipe. These brownies, they're, they're moist, they're, they're, they're fresh. Matter of fact, I just pulled them out of the oven. All of these good things, the only con in the matter is, as I was mixing the ingredients, I I mixed in a little cow manure. Not, not, not that much, not that much. Just, 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 just a little bit. Matter of fact, y'all won't be able to taste it. I, I've been baking this on 350 degrees for 45. Y'all won't be able to taste it. If you're able to eat this brownie, then I'll let you go see this movie. As you may have guessed, these teenagers did not eat this brownie and they understood what the father was trying to teach them. All right. That just because it seems that everything is cool, a little bit can spoil the whole batch. And so my brothers and sisters, I wonder how many times in life we've had to make these same decisions. And I aim to be successful. We, we finally make a decision. We finally get that promotion that we wanted only to find out that, that we're now being pushed in a way that begins to make us feel uncomfortable. Well, here you are. Finally at the cool table. Hanging with all the cool kids. Now they're asking you to do some things that make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. 
And now you got to make a decision. Yeah. Do I want to continue down this path? Do I want to be labeled as, as the cool one? Or am I going to stick to my gun? Uh, am I going to draw a line? Am I going to take a stand? I mean, nobody, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to Nobody's going to find out it. As a matter of fact, everybody else is doing it. I'm not the only one who said that. Will it, will it really make a difference? Is it, is it that big of a deal? Can we all be honest this morning? Yeah. Because all of us, every one of us, face these decisions in our lives every single day on our jobs, in our schools, in our relationships. And brothers and sisters, if we're not careful, we'll end up selling our souls for a little bit of cow manure. In some brownies. It may not seem like a big thing in the moment, but the decisions that we make will ultimately reveal how we view our God. Yes, there are worldly standards, but we need to be quick to recognize that God also has a standard. Yes, the world has its lines, but we must not forget that God also has his line. Malachi chapter 3 says, For I am the Lord, I change not. I believe it's Hebrews 13 and 5 where it says, Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We need to remember that God has a line. The question that we got to wrestle with this morning is whose standards, whose line are we going to uphold? I know it seems that oftentimes the ones who cheat and the ones who steal, the ones who are, who are low down are the ones who often get promoted. Who often get ahead in life. I, I know it doesn't seem like, like it's fair. Even the psalmist, uh, uh, Asa, he said that my foot almost slipped when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. But my brothers and sisters, we've got to take a stand. We've got to decide whose report are we going to believe. That's what we see in our text this morning. We learned last week that Daniel had been taken into Babylon as a young teenager. I don't want you to have this image in your mind right now of some old, grade prophet. This is a young teenager between the ages of 14 and 20 years old. All right. She's taken into Babylon. But, but, but here's the, the powerful thing about it, Brother Gallagher, is that, that God uses Daniel as a faithful witness to show us that even in an ungodly culture, uh -huh. where the lines and the boundaries 
stay faithful. Yeah, yeah. And prosper mm -hmm. at the same time. Yes, sir. God can use you whenever you decide to take a stand to maintain your standards without having to miss out on anything, all because you chose to stick with God. Yeah. Even when walking away from God was the easier thing to do. Mm -hmm. Help us, help us. I wish I, I wish I had a witness in here because, because we're all going to be tempted from time to time. I don't care how young you are, I don't care how old you are, we all face temptations. To go contrary to the word of God. But Daniel here teaches us that, 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 that even when people around us have no standards, even when people around us uh, 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 have no lines or the lines are blurred, we still have a standard as the people of God. Amen. My brothers and sisters, I know we're living in a time when Christianity has become watered down. Matter of fact, anything seems to be going in the church. We accept everything all in the name of, of, of love and patience. Lines are moving further and further away from God's standard. And yes, God is a God of mercy. Yes, God is a God of grace. But my brothers and sisters, we cannot use grace as a, 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 a free get out of standard call. Because God never intended his grace to be used as some cheap excuse to do whatever you and I want to do. God intends for his grace to be the reason why we decide to color inside the lines. We got to decide today to take a stand that I'm not going to compromise what I believe about God and what he says about me. And when we understand what you look like and what that looks like, we can begin to operate in the position that God has already ordained for us to be in. And that's, that's what this, this text is tailored to teach us this morning. All right. That, that we can cooperate without compromise. Can I say that one more time? Because some of us think that we can't. That we can cooperate. Even in this ungodly culture, this ungodly world that we find ourselves living in, we can cooperate without compromise. If you want to know how Daniel teaches us how to maneuver and how to navigate in and through uh, ungodly governments and ungodly culture and ungodly people and allow God to use our lives for his glory. Is anybody interested? That, that when we trust in God, God will have our backs wherever we may be. Told you last week about what's happening in the life of Daniel. Again, he's taken from his home in, in Jerusalem. He's taken to Babylon. And they, they immediately began to indoctrinate Daniel and his three friends. They, they, they gathered, the Bible says, the best and the brightest. 
And they were going to educate them in the Babylonian university. And said, we're going to feed you our food. And after three years, after a little while, you're going to start thinking like us. You're going to start looking like us. And then you're going to start thinking that you are us. But Daniel and his friends, they decide to take a stand that even, that even though you're in this, this system, even though you're in the society, we're going, we're going to work this system because we are never going to compromise who it is we are. All right. First thing that these four teenagers teach us is that you must know your identity. Let church say identity. You got to know who you are. You got to know whose you are. So the last week that Daniel and his, his friends have now been enslaved. And, and the first thing that these Babylonians do to them in order to indoctrinate them and to assimilate them into their society is that they change their names. I like that. Because Daniel was astute enough to know. On, on the job, you have to call me Bell to shake shades off. But Daniel said, I still know my name is Daniel. Daniel says that y'all, y'all can call me whatever you want. But when you know who you are, that's really all that matters. And I'm talking to somebody today that, that has to live in, in a dichotomous environment where in some places you got you got to be this and, and at home you got to be that. And the question becomes, how, how do you navigate in life in this dichotomous type lifestyle where, where, where you where, where, where you have to be and act and speak in one way and yet you have to act and speak another way in another place. How, how do we navigate that? Because some of us are about to lose our minds trying to figure it out. And I believe that Daniel could handle being called Belteshazzar at the office but remaining Daniel in his heart and in his mind is because when, when you know who your God is, when you know who God Remember that movie Roots? Yeah. Yeah. 
miniseries, but there's a, there's a part in that show when the main character, Kunta Kinte, found himself at odds with the slave master. And so what they decided to do, they were gonna, they were gonna give Kunta Kinte a new name. They said, they said, your name is no longer Kunta Kinte, your name is Toby. Kunta Kinte said, no, my name, my name is Kunta Kinte. And, and in one of, the, one of the most powerful scenes in that, in that series, they, 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 they string Kunta Kinte up by a rope, and they, they, they bring in another slave to start whooping on The slave owner kept yelling out behind him, what's your name, boy? Every time they hit him, he screamed out, Kunta Kinte. He said, no, your name is Toby. What's your name, boy? Kunta Kinte. It, it seemed that, as if the more they were beating him, the more resolved he got in saying, y'all can call me whatever you want to call me. But I know what my name is. And can I tell you, my brothers and sisters, life has a way of, of doing the exact same thing to you and I. So sometimes life will try to whip you into submission to make you lose and forget your identity. But what I appreciate about Daniel and his three friends is that they knew who they were. And the reason why you can't compromise is because when you have a, a hard, earnest, steadfast belief in who you are, Somebody here needs to know that you are unique, you are special. When God made you, God broke the mold. Nobody got eyes like you. Nobody has a fingerprint like you. You are wonderfully and fearfully made by God. You need to understand and value your identity. And so Daniel shows us that you don't compromise. When you understand your identity, when you know your identity. But here's the second thing, lest I bore you. You don't compromise when you can control your appetite. I'm, I'm not making it up, it's right there in your Bible. Watch, watch the text. The Bible says that they were allowed the privilege of eating from the king's royal table. Mm -hmm. they, 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 were, they were eating what the king was eating. Mm -hmm. this, this was all the best meats mm -hmm. in the kingdom. Endless entrees of meats and vegetables and, and fruit. Mm -hmm. and, and if that wasn't enough, uh, I, I'm, I'm not making this up. The Bible says that there was an open bar. Mm. Mm -hmm. Bible says that, that wine, the choices of wine were flowing free yeah, yeah. for these young boys. This was all made available to, to, to all of these that were considered to be the top echelon, the cream of the crop. Yeah. You got to remember in Babylon, they're slaves. But now, 
were disgraced. See, they were not the only Jews who were slaves. But Daniel and his three friends decided to take a stand. They made a decision and said, yeah, yeah, this food looks good. Yeah, it's, it's tempting. I, I, I'm tempted to touch. But, but, but that's not what we're going to eat. Let, let us just eat vegetables. Yeah. 
and drink water. Not, not that, but just for 10 days. Just, just 10 days. And after 10 days, you can come back and you can compare us to everybody else. And if after 10 days, if we look worse than everybody else, then we'll eat the food. We'll acquiesce to your request. Yeah. But if we end up looking better, will you let us stay on our diet of vegetables and, and water? Yes, sir. And it's interesting, the 10 is the number of testing. All right. But it wasn't just a test to the chief officer. This was a test for God. <laughs> because Daniel and his three friends are now saying to God, all right, God. I'm trusting you in this moment. I'm trying to do what you told me to do, what you have commanded for me to do. I'm trying to hold on to, to your standard. Now, now, God, it's up to you to make this thing work out for my good. But when you have faith in God, well, you'll find in your walk with the Lord that more and more you'll start putting God to the test. Yeah. When, you, when you step out on faith more and more, you'll find that God is always up for the test. Amen. 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 I say, prove me now here with it, yes. saith the Lord of hosts. Yeah, yeah. You step out on faith. And you do it God's way with your finances, God's way yeah. with your family, God's way with your lifestyle. God will always pass the test. God's word works if you work. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that after 10 days that passed, the chief officer comes back to them and he inspected these young men, and he found that their faces were, were fuller, he found that their skin was more plump, they looked better on their vegetables and water than their peers who had been eating from the king's table. Yeah. 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 In other words, God came through when they learned how to push some stuff away. Uh -huh. yes, sir. Don't compromise 
by controlling your appetite. And then last thing, and I'll get out of your way, is that when you don't compromise, you trust your capacity. Now, verses 17 through 21 is, 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 is a profound ending to Daniel chapter 1. Because it's here what we see the favor of God. In their quest to honor God, in their quest to put God's will in his way first, God turns around and honors them. God prospers them. God prospers them in four ways. God prospers them physically. He prospers them mentally, emotionally, and scholastically. The Bible says that after three years, they all went to the same university. Because all of them went to. But the Bible says that they don't just pass. The Bible says they got, they got A pluses. And the text says that they end up coming out on top compared to everybody else. As a matter of fact, whenever King Nebuchadnezzar uh, is interviewing all of these young, these young teenagers, he finds out that they are, this is the Bible, ten times better than the rest of them. Those 50 cent taco 
because he was brave enough to stand, the Bible says that, that God calls Daniel to prosper. Watch this under four different kings. Yeah. He stays, he stays faithful. He, he, he never forgets who his God is and what God wants him to be. And, and, and when the kingdom, when we're gonna, we're gonna study this, but when the kingdom does not know what to do, guess what? Everybody, including the king, does call for Daniel. <laughs> Thank you. 
God will give you the strength. Some of us, God is just waiting to see what we're going to do. Tomorrow, you'll face a decision. You'll face a, you'll face a situation where you got to make a step. Or, or you just going to blend in with the culture. God is waiting to see what you're going to do. When you do what God asks us to do, he'll stand for you. Those are the church for this message. We hope something was said that helped strengthen your relationship with Christ. We also want to hear from you. So in the show notes of this episode, there's a link to send a voice message. Let us know something you learned or something awesome God is doing in your life. You never know when we might feature you in an upcoming episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you.